Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Worse Than You Can Imagine. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Friday, June 2nd in the year 2023. It's another crazy end of week for a world that's gone literally insane. If you didn't hear today, there was a group of young students singing in the Capitol, singing the Star Spangled Banner, and on the second verse of that uh, singing, they were banned and restricted from continuing the song. We'll talk about that and much more as we move forward to discuss the expanding reach and restrictions of this Luciferian order that literally hates you, hates me, hates children, hates God, and hates this nation. And we voted him into office, too. Imagine that. Patriots, one thing that is absolutely clear right now is that we are dealing with an out-of-control government, out-of-control spending, and it's a crisis that we have to confront. Congress has now voted in, if you didn't hear, this unlimited spending. Even Marjorie Taylor Greene, who was supposed to be of the Patriots, joined Kevin McCarthy and others to vote in an unlimited spending bill. What they're saying is a $4 trillion limit. It's a complete lie. This gives Biden administration and the left everything they wanted. As we've said so long, everything that they are is one party, two faces, and they are out to destroy America, each and every single one of them. The one thing to keep in mind that has to be kept in mind is that they're ultimately going to have to be held accountable. But along that path, we also have to be concerned about the wealth that we have and the wealth that we've earned. They are trying to pillage this nation. This is an opportunity right now for all of us to try to take control of things while we still can. Part of that is to maneuver and to get your assets into hard, tangible assets like precious metals. And that's why we have Birch Gold. Birch Gold is literally the place to go for your IRA and 401k. And it's a wonderful thing to do to ensure that you will be able to keep your wealth in times of crisis and when they try to collapse the economy. So all you need to do is text BARDS to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation. It's just free information. So just text BARDS to 989898. You'll get that in. You'll get a response. You're going to be able to get a free information kit. No obligation. This is a company with an A-plus rating in the Better Business Bureau. Thousands of happy customers. And they've done an amazing job of helping move people over to gold and precious metals. So check them out. Precious, that's Birch Gold. Text BARDS to 989898 and take the action today. You will not be disappointed. Patriots, I'm going to begin tonight with just a little excerpt here that I think sums up a lot of things. We are literally in a, in a crisis right now of truth, and truth is not easy to find. But I want you to take a listen to this release today, and then we'll start from here. After a long back and forth and missed deadlines, FBI Director Christopher Wray will now send a document claiming President Biden was involved in a bribery scheme to Capitol Hill. 
That comes after Oversight Committee Chair James Comer threatened to hold the FBI in contempt of Congress. Lawmakers from both parties are expected to review the material on Monday. The document supposedly details a $5 million criminal plot involving Biden during his vice presidency and a foreign national. One thing on the subpoena issue. So when the Republicans took over, uh, and the majority in January, one of the things they said is, if we take over, we will be able to get the Biden administration, at least the cabinet, to be able to comply with congressional oversight. And that's what you're seeing here. Nobody wants to be held in contempt of Congress, so that's why Ray is making this decision. Uh, Chuck Rassi was with us yesterday. I thought it was a pretty interesting interview. You know, right? I mean, He's seen the document. He wants others to see it in part. Um, just play this clip about the bias that he sees right now in the FBI. We are not out to get the FBI. We're out to change the culture of the FBI at headquarters. There was political bias with the uh, uh, emails of Hillary. We have political bias in the uh, uh, hurricane uh, uh, investigation that went on. We have political bias that's been proven by the Durham report. And uh, the FBI has to straighten out their house. A couple points on this. Some Republicans believe there's evidence in this document that shows that Joe Biden took a bribe, right, while he was vice president. Nothing, none of that has been proven. When we asked Grassley yesterday if something was illegal on that sheet of paper, he did not say yes. No. What he said was, I want the FBI to do its job, which means investigate it, and that's where he stands as of today. It'd be very interesting if others see it today who have not seen it yet, what their impressions will be. And so that is how you put spin. That is how you lie. And that is how you create a complete and total fabrication of a story and avoid the truth. Notice the words. It's very important what they're doing now. The spin has begun. Grassley, who obviously the Q movement told us to trust Grassley. Grassley is telling you we're not after the FBI. The FBI is the most corrupt agency in the government. They are the ones that ultimately were behind much of the COVID con they are the ones that have been extorting people. They are the ones that have been using leverage for raids, illegal search and seizure. They are the problem. They are the Stasi of our, of our modern age. So don't kid yourself about any of that. This is a Congress now that has now been brought, brought into alignment with the deep state agenda. And they're using the extreme elements of that group to try to distract us from the major piece here. Take a look at every single politician. I don't care whether it's Musk. I don't care whether it's Trump. Musk is now a politician, whether you like it or not. Whether it's DeSantis, all of them are saying the same thing in one way or another. None of them are, and by saying the same thing, none of them are saying stop the vax. None of them are saying hold those accountable to the vax to criminal justice and crimes against humanity. No one is calling for crimes against humanity for the manipulation of children to end up agreeing to have themselves castrated or their breasts removed or destroyed sexually for the rest of their lives. No one is talking about crimes against humanity for the sexualization of little children and the laws that are being passed to allow adults to rape children legally. No one is calling for that. No one is calling for the reduction in the surveillance state. In matter of fact, they're pushing just the opposite way, every one of them. And no one is talking about the reduction of AI or the management of AI. All of this is happening before our very eyes, and at the same time, they're now trying to get you to focus on this sudden release by the FBI. Why? What is this that they're going to release? Then notice how they tone it. The whole thing that comes through is it's nobody's proven this. They are just asking the FBI to do their job. The FBI isn't going to ever do their job. 
This is to try to bring the herd back into the, into the center. They're using now Fox News as the centrist voice. And they're trying to use these hand puppets that were run by the CIA to try to persuade people to come back. Our government is a despotic tyranny. They have no interest in helping you in any form. Every one of them, in one way or another, knows up or is complicit with the rape and exploitation and trafficking of children. End of story. And don't tell me that that doesn't happen. All of them know about it. All of them have had their hands in the in the in the jar of graft. They all know who's taking, who's stealing money. They all know it because they all get kicks back, kickbacks from it, and they have. So if they've arrived sudden, suddenly in a zenith of their career where they're going to try to tell you that, well, we can manage this through the political process, really? They just voted to have government to increase spending unlimited, and the Senate passed it today. And with all of that came every single thing that they wanted on that list to include the expansion of 83,000 IRS agents to come knocking on your door to force compliance with the new Supreme Court ruling that has allowed the IRS to investigate your bank account without you knowing. Patriots, this is a state that is turned against the people. They continue to push the lie of, of Ukraine and the lie of LGBT. They want to fly those flags over the U.S. flag. And now across the entire world, we are watching the flag of, of pedophilia fly underneath the American flag. That should tell you everything of the state of our nation. Our nation's been taken over, and our nation's been taken over by a bunch of fascist pedophiles that are trying to push their agenda through the idea of equality and tolerance to a, a sexual practice that is everything that defines them. These people that are under that flag cannot exist without telling you about what type of sexual practices they have by virtue of what they believe sexually. They don't have any other substance. They may be smart in things, but they have no substance or identity other than the fact of what they do in bed. That's who they are, or what they do in the stall with a horse. I don't know. But these people are ridiculous. This is the complete fall of this, of this entire nation. And with this, we also have the release of the Hunter Biden laptop stuff. This is stuff that's been known. And now that's going silent while they can get, continue to give you other distractions. There's so many distractions going on, and the question you have to ask is, what is it that are really trying to distract you from? And it's worse than we can possibly imagine. They're giving you tidbits. They're giving you little drips because the media is being forced in one way or another to squeeze out just a little bit of drip here and a little bit of drip there. But there's, it's not working. Patriots, that reminds me then of the importance of a home defense plan. You got to keep it focused. You got to do it. And you got to hit it hard. Patriots, right now, many Americans are feeling powerless. The economy isn't stable. Crime continues to plague our communities and those in charge don't seem to even care. There's something empowering about knowing that you have the skills to defend yourself, and that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This revolutionary system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime in the safety and privacy of your home. No more inconvenient trips to the range, and you still have a ton of practice ammo. Just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, and start your training experience. Improve muscle memory, increase reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and more. iTarget Pro comes in all the major calibers, including 223, so that you can stay sharp with almost any firearm. Save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to iTargetPro.com right now. Again, 10% using your promo code BARDS, 
plus free shipping when you go to itargetpro.com. Don't rely on the government to make you feel safe. Empower yourself with iTargetPro. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. Offer code is BARDS. So, Patriots, the bigger thing we have to keep asking is what is it they're trying to hide? Because they're not going to be doing all of these things and allowing this to slide out and giving it headline stories. You heard of Jamie Foxx, for example. Jamie Foxx is apparently now blind and, and has a, from a tumor that occurred from the, apparently the vax. The problem with that story is the mainstream media reported it. And that's something you have to ask over and over. Why is the mainstream media now suddenly becoming supposedly centered on truth? I want you to hear these two reports. This one here, uh, or actually this one report, this is the one that really highlights a big change in policy in YouTube. It's right in line with this. And we really have to start asking some hard questions of what's happening. And I'm not going to buy this thing like suddenly white hats are in control because this stuff has a lot of suspicion. Take a listen to this. What the? What is going on? This is complete and utter crap. And I don't know what the end game is here. YouTube reverses misinformation policy to allow U.S. election denialism. Yeah, you can talk about the 2020 election again all you want. It might sound like good news, but it's not. Let me read you a couple of quotes from the statement. Two years, tens of thousands of video removals, and one election cycle later, we recognized it was time to reevaluate the effects of this policy in today's changed landscape. With that in mind, and with 2024 campaigns well underway, we will stop removing content that advances false claims that widespread fraud, errors, or glitches occurred in the 2020 and other past U.S. presidential elections. Is it a coincidence that Biden got his debt ceiling raised and bam, J6 tapes. Senate passes it and then boom, YouTube reverses its policy. That debt ceiling just passed the House Wednesday and today is Friday. I pray you guys see the game in this because the shit is getting ready to hit the fan and I hope you're ready. And that's an absolute truth. Here's the thing that's most likely. The AI systems have been increasingly developed over the last seven years. My guess is that the rig is so deeply set now with all the distractions that people have been involved in in trying to discover and prove the, the illegitimacy of the vote that they have completely re-rigged and rewired the system using artificial intelligence and they have it so locked down tight with the outcomes that they will guarantee what they want is now they're allowed to start giving you the perception of freedom again. My guess is that most of this, like with YouTube, is simply being done because they know if they continue doing this, there's going to be a big backlash and people are going to leave the platform as they already have. Worse yet, they also know that the, the sheep, the people, are starting to get agitated. They're starting to get a little angry. They're starting to get distracted. They're being too successful with things like the boycotts to Bud Light and the boycott to Target and the boycott against Kohl's. These things are being are successful, and they're realizing that the inmates need to be calmed down again. So they're going to move this and pivot this back to what will be presented as a legitimate process. All of the polls are now completely rigged or buried. And in doing this, they will continue to prove to you and show to you that nothing is going to be is, is, Ill, is illegitimate because everything will be supposedly transparent, though ma manipulated on the back end. Now, as you know, what has a woman played on Twitter last night? 
But again, take a look at the game that happened. And, I, and I'm saying this, even if you want to say this is positive, the thing is that there's a huge manipulation game going on all over the place. Both sides are using deception and manipulation. Part of this is that coming up to the, the de- debut of What is a Woman on Twitter, they denied it. And that became a big explosion on social media. We had multiple accounts coming out, pushing it. We had, the, had Elon Musk then intervene. They had the truth, justice, social warrior resign from Twitter. And then Musk stepped in to be the hero of the day. That should have you highly sus- suspect. Every time things happen, Musk gets, keep, keeps getting pushed to the top. And so then what does a woman play? But they would not have had the audience to watch it had they not made the drama. That tells me a huge indication with the American public. The American public is tired. They're exhausted. They're tuning out. They're not paying attention to the media sources. And this has the elites highly panicked right now because if the American public isn't paying attention to the messages that they want them to hear, they're going to start looking other places and not being good compliant sheep. But the other thing is Elon Musk. In a Harvard poll that came out today, it's very important to realize that Musk came out on top as one of the best candidates for presidency. He, he polled at 44%. Second to Musk was Trump. They're positioning Musk as the new hero. And at the same time, we're also looking at what's going on on Twitter. Just for the record, and not that I care because I really don't, but I remain banned on Twitter for life. And you're seeing select accounts of the Q movement being slowly dribbled and trickled in. Nothing's really changing. They're just giving you enough to think that there's hope to keep you distracted and away from the truth. And the one thing that is definitely not changing is the war on faith and the war against what we, what we stand for in this nation. Case in point, today you had a group of school children. They went to the Capitol to sing and they sang the national anthem. The it was in a and it says here in a swift response to an unfortunate incident, House Speaker Kevin McCarthy has extended an invitation to a Rushing Brook Children's Choir that was stopped midway through their performance while singing the national anthem at the U.S. Capitol. Expressing his disappointment, McCarthy condemned the interruption and declared it unacceptable. But the problem is the Capitol Police did not allow the young children to finish the song and sought to explain to the chair director that singing the national anthem at the nation's capital is considered a form of demonstration and or might offend someone. Are we starting to see how bad this is? All of this is conditioning, is getting everyone conditioned for the, the new one world order. They're trying to diminish the nation state every chance they get, and whatever they come out of this, they're going to show a moderated solution. Just look at what happened with the budget. Kevin McCarthy, who's promised all these things, who tries to come out and promise you that you're going to get this or that, doesn't deliver on anything, then bargains the deal. Whatever is they needed to get accomplished in that deal with the Biden administration is the holy grail right there. Because once that happened, all these other things started to come out. The deal is what they're trying to keep you distracted from in part, but there's more to it than that. This rabbit hole that we're dealing with is so massive and so significant that they are truly trying to keep you completely off base and looking different ways. That includes everything from looking at, like I said, looking, you're trying to look at the files on Hunter Biden, trying to get the releases, the new revelations from the FBI, and now 
the YouTube policy shift. All of the institutions that were against us are suddenly becoming our friends. We didn't go through a time warp, I hate to tell you, this isn't the twilight zone. This is betrayal. And this is what traders do. They hide in plain sight, and when the heat comes on them, they'll start to give in, but there's always something on the back end. The bottom line is never trust government and don't ever trust it again. And don't trust these institutions again. These institutions are all working towards the same common goal, to release and to move out the CBDC, to establish a complete and total dominance over our lives, to rupture and break any moral foundation, to roll out an agenda that is so generalized and so inculcated into the lives and beliefs of the youth that we're at a point now where they are truly on a march to try to establish very clearly that these that they will be able to control the future regardless of who quote-unquote wins. And the winning is dark. There is no real victor in all of this. Because the winning is going to leave a damaged generation, severely rocked and severely destroyed by all the things that have been done. It's a sickening event. And sadly, there's really no way other than to go through this the way we are. We are in a very dark time where children have become the pinnacle and focus of their war. And it's not because they're trying to win, help the future. It's because they're trying to scar a generation so deeply that we will never recover and ever be able to stand back up in a nation. And they've learned something very well, that in the end of the day, people are very compliant. People will obey what they're told to do regardless. Now, if you didn't hear, Disney has come out and said that all future characters that they do will be LGBT compliant. That means that you get to have gay fairies and you get to have gay dogs, which is good because Petco now is carrying the, the LGBT garbage. Apparently your dogs now can are gay which I didn't know was possible, but I'm learning a lot through, the, the, through this um, gay flag. I, didn't, I also didn't realize that as part of the new future citizenship in our nation, that it was very important for everybody to love raping children. But that's become very evident, and I believe they'll probably make that part of the prerequisites for anybody rolling in, that if you don't like to rape children, then you're not welcome in the United States. But if you do like to rape children, they're going to give you a free pass, probably give you a free phone, maybe even give you free housing, because in this new world, those people that cherish and protect children are not wanted. This is the truth that where we sit right now. It's a dark and disgusting reality of the world that we are now in. And unfortunately, nobody is stopping it. We aren't stopping it. We don't really have an ability to stop it unless we start standing up. And that's ultimately it. This time that we are in here, this very dark hour that we're in is giving a deep reflection onto the resolve and the heart of a nation. And unfortunately, it's not looking really good. Patriots, I don't, I'm not one to paint just dark and in, in, in image imagery because within all of this, we have a fight and we always will have a fight. But it's very important to start embracing the fact that this fight that we're in is targeted at children. Everything they are doing is about targeting children. And they're trying to break their will. Even today with the children's choir singing, all of that was to break hopes, to try to reprogram children and to use that in a way the children will never forget that the national anthem was not valued enough in the capital so that it would become something where they would ultimately have to remember that they weren't allowed to complete it because of the word God that was within it. This is our nation now, a nation that has fallen. So it's about time we start to realize that we are no longer what we said we were. 
And by the way, if you're wondering about the future of things, it's important to appreciate that Glamour magazine in their June 1st issue featured a pregnant transgender man on the cover of the Pride Month. Yep, that's correct. A pregnant transgender man to try to tell us what it is to be a woman, I guess. <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore about all of this because we're living in such levels of lunacy and there is such truth that's beginning to quietly roll out. But the problem is, what will people believe? And the more that we get closer to truth, the harder these people push to keep you deceived. Everything is going every which way. And the real fact is that the, the real core of evil in this nation, in this world, is us. It's a hard red pill to face. It's hard for people that have served in uniform to confront the fact that the country that they served was the country that was the problem. And I don't say that's easy for anyone. But that is the truth of where we are today, sadly, is that our nation has become the coal of the world. And it's the one that keeps perpetuating these crimes and trying to polish it off as a, as a happy turd that you're going to serve with a bowl of rice. We're the ones that are leveraging the world to maintain a hegemony of the dollar. So when you start hearing about the worst time in U.S. history, that it will be, we will lose dollar dominance, think again. Because what they're telling you is that we're going to lose the power of control over other nations. The dollar has never been a proper currency to give equality. It's always been about submission. And this agenda is continuing. They are working very hard in overtime to create a global famine, famine. They want to starve out. But when I say global, remember, the main part of this focus is the Western world. They have to break and destroy Christian faith. And behind that, in a lurking, looming monster, is this idea of the one world religion led by the Catholic Church that is going to be trying to bring everybody under one religious order. That's all part of the new world order to control people. Ireland, for example, plans to slaughter 200,000 farting cows to save plant the planet from global warming. They're using each of these countries in their own way for test beds, and as they get one thing moving, they'll move to another and get another thing in place. We're behind the power curve in certain areas, certain areas of like allowing mass immigration to destroy our country forever, to have rampant crime like Europe so that it's in all of our streets, but we're getting close. And don't worry, we're working hard to catch up. It's a, it's a very optimistic view for the future for the liberals because they can be assured that by continuing to defund the police, thinking that they are going to be a, the, the saviouring class of everything, that we can will continue to see in the name of equality. We'll continue to see higher instances of rape in the inner city. We'll begin to see more roaming bands of violence. We'll, begin, we'll continue to see the cartels take hold. And at some point, we'll catch up to the rest of the world and slaughter our cattle herds because farts are causing the world to get warm again. Never mind the blood that pours down the, the streets and fills the gutters and the, and the sewers. That's American blood that's being shed on our streets. People being victimized by politicians that are making the policies, by corporations that are paying for those politicians to do their dirty work, and by the military-industrial complex that's obsessed with selling things and selling weapon systems to protect the world, to quote-unquote make it a safer place. But let's talk about that for a minute. In the latest test of an AI-controlled drone, the Air Force did a simulation. In this simulation, 
they had the AI drone fly out to do targets. The idea was that there would be what's called human in the loop. Human in the loop is supposed to ensure that there's no autonomous targeting decisions that would result in something bad happening, that ultimately the human would be responsible and not the machine, except it didn't work. You see, because in this test, and though it was just a simulation, the AI drone was told to find the targets and to kill them. And in the simulation of using the software as they did this, the, the operator interceded on a number of times to prevent the drone from destroying targets. So the drone responded. The AI drone decided to kill the operator. Now, though no physical person was killed in the simulation, the operator was killed. So they then decided to program the AI the drone not to kill humans. So the AI drone responded again. Instead of killing the humans, it killed the, 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 the communication systems that the operator was using to prevent the AI from finding its target and destroying it. <laughs> what could possibly go wrong with technology like that? This is the world we now live in that's rolling out in fast pace. And you're having people say, well, we must have a discussion about the morality and ethics in an AI program. How about if we just stop? But they don't want to do that because it's not worth the millions and trillions of dollars that are being dumped in to try to prevent, to keep the investments high. Remember, right now, one of the highest levels of investment return is artificial intelligence. And it's obscuring how bad the economy is because the handful of people that are pouring money into the investments of AI, those people are gaining huge wins right now. This is money coming from taxpayer dollar funded programs that are now rolling into the main into the main body public. They're programs that are being used in the military industrial complex, which again is a public private partnership, meaning taxpayer dollars are funding technologies for private investors to make money off of. Think about that for a minute. Let that settle in. Your taxpayer dollars are funding technologies which are in the development of those technologies, which are now being used as an investment vehicle for big hedge fund investors to pour money into and to make massive returns, you're not getting a break on taxes, but they're getting a huge windfall on their personal growth and, and value. All of this is the game that we're playing. We are in a massive Ponzi scheme, massive. And it's a constant OODA loop of who to rape next. Rape is literally the foundation word for everything that happens in this current model. There is nothing good about this model, period. It is a constant issue of how to rape the public, rape the finances, rape people in any form, even physically. And they, they get money off it every single time. And at the core and the back end of all of this is the fastest growing industry in human history. And what is it? Child sex trafficking. It is worth more growing faster and it has more permutations in anything we've ever imagined. It's what in the end of the day is stabilizing the global economy. It's what gives every investment house a back end. It's what gives every investor his pleasure. It's what gives everybody in the bankster and the elites their fantasies to live out and to be able to trade in power and wealth. Remember, raping children, trafficking children is not only a money thing, it's a ritual thing and it's a leverage thing. This is how they control people. Children are the center core of this entire fight. And this is why they're continuing to wage war on children to break down the family and to ruin the world. For us, not for them. This is really time now we have to make some hard decisions as people. Hard and difficult decisions. A time now to prepare and to be ready to stand up and break away. We are having effect. Don't think we aren't. But the effects, you can't get 
you can't get confident and you can't get overzealous about what's going on. There's a lot of pivots that are happening here subtly. Things are starting to move in what appears to be a good direction. But remember what I've always said. There's three paths on this, path, this way ahead. One is the dark and evil path of the most extreme of child sex torture and ritual. The other is a center path that will give you a candy coating over it to make it sound better. But at the end of the day, both of those sides want the same thing. They want to control humanity. The new masters are trying to come up with a better flavor to what's going on. They're trying to give you a little bit more, trying to offer you a little bit more polish in what they say. They're trying to spark a little bit of hope, in, but not giving you the true, true freedom. That's the path of the center path. The path ultimately that we're trying to achieve is the path with God. That path of kingdom says that we reject all of that and live under moral law. But none of this is talking about resetting moral law in our nation. None of this, other than to pander to the evangelicals, as Trump says, to try to pander to their vote while he goes over and invites the transgenders, the gays, and the pedophiles into the Republican Party. This is the world that we're now in. And it's a world that they're going to try to justify to you to try to tell you over and over that somehow we need to be conscious and aware that we're changed. We have more people to be inclusive with, that we have to be aware of the fact that there are people out here that are, are by choice being transgender, that we have to be inclusive with their choice because they're adults. That's Elon Musk's latest pitch. In spite of what it is to be a woman, it was done by Matt Walsh in, and played on Twitter, the fact of the matter is that Elon Musk's position is that consenting adults should be able to do anything they want. The problem with that discussion, as wise as it is, is the consenting adults that want to be transgenders ultimately end up wanting to be predators on children because that's what happens. It's not distinguishable. Just like the gay community will not tell you that it's pedophiles, they'll tell you that instead that part of what they do is help young men come out of the closet. But when you pin it down and try to figure out what the age of that young man in, too often you end up with somebody that's 12 and 14 years old. This is pedophiles hiding in the open. This is how this has been going, and we're supposed to be aware, we're supposed to be compliant to this and sensitive to this. We have a fan, we have a, a protest that happened in LA that they burned an LGBTQ flag, and now it's under investigation as a hate crime. You see what they've done? They have done all of this to defend their way of life and protect it as the pedophiles have embedded themselves into the culture to ensure that they will be here as long as they possibly can. Now using the laws and the systems against us because of to hide their crimes in plain sight. We have to get tougher at the fight. And it's going to be a very hard fight ahead. These people have taken territory, territory that's not easily won back. And we're going to have to fight this step by step by step. We're going to have to push into this and take back what has been stolen from us and take it back in the name of kingdom. This isn't going to go easy because these people don't go away easily. They don't give up easily. They don't want to give up easily because to give up means that they lose their greatest desire and their greatest obsession. They lose their, their fantasy and their desire, their slathering, blathering, sickening draw towards raping kids. Kids, at the end of the day, drive the world. I keep saying it, but it's something I can't, I can't hit enough on. This is a world that is driven by the darkness and evil of people wanting to abuse children for their own pleasure. And everything that they do, whether it's on Capitol Hill or whether it's in the boardroom, it's all centered on that. Keep it, don't never forget that Apple was the first to introduce the rainbow apple, the rainbow apple with a bite out of it. That should tell you everything. 
And even though we use their their equipment as we use Microsoft and others as a culture, the fact of the matter is this culture of pedophilia, this culture of child rape, this culture of inverted sexuality has been here from the beginning and has been a big part of what we have become. It's something now that we have to face and we're going to have to root out. And so as much as you may hear about the good good hope of things ahead, the hope of things is unknown, other than the fact we know that in the end of this, God wins, and as long as we stay with him in this fight, we will be victorious. But the real burdens of these fights are different, are deeper than we've ever imagined. They aren't simply going to go away. Our military is completely corrupted with the LGBTQ agenda. We have commanders that are deep within it. Those same commanders will willfully accept the idea of rounding up Americans that are against the pedophile network and then having them rounded up and killed. We have the preparations on board with something else that's going on. We don't know, but we can guarantee that all of this release of data is going to be followed by something other to distract you. Because whatever's behind all of this is greater than we've ever imagined. And that's the thing you have to keep asking. Every time they give you something that appears to be a bit of truth, and then that's coming from the mainstream sources, It isn't time to wave the flag and say, yes, 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 the White Hats are in control. It's time now to question more and dig more to find out what it is they're trying to hide. Because when they give something like that, that means that whatever's behind it is a hundred or a thousand times worse. I don't know what that is, but I guarantee you it's there. It's lurking and they know it and they don't want you to know it because whatever it is, it's so significant that if we really knew, they wouldn't last a day. That's the truth we have to pursue. That's the truth we have to find and put out. And it's going to be the truth that shocks the world ultimately when it comes out. Will it? Most definitely, because you can't stop the truth. But when it does, this government, this institution, this framework, everything we know will fall, as it must. We are living under the Tower of Babylon. We are living within the network and maze of Babylon. And all of this is a system that everything Babylon has touched continues to rot and fester. Just take a look at one of our people that said they were for us. That would be that would be the person, Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's now aligned herself perfectly as the enemy of the state and the enemy of the people. She voted for this unlimited spending bill. And you're going to hear endless excuses of why they did it. You're going to hear things like, well, we can't afford to have a default on the debt. We can't afford to do this or that. All of this is a lie. All of it. Because in the end of the day, they're all getting something for it. They're all getting a kickback. They're all getting some benefit. They're all being promised some future prosperity through it. And it's all at the expense of the American people and the American people's back. You can hear the words of spin from Kevin McCarthy, who tries to tell you we're going to have a new form and way of doing governance. And watch who aligns with him, because those that support him are also traitors. Marjorie Taylor Greene is one of them. So it's time to stop listening to the politicians and their lies and their promises that never come through, because they don't. It's time to start putting any credence in what they say as if there's hope. It's time to step away from the vote to, kind of th- to think that somehow we're going to solve this thing through a paper ballot because we won't. The fact of the matter is the change is going to come at a local level, as it always does. Change is going to have to be taken, and it won't be given. And change will have to be taken, and we'll have to force each of our counties and cities back to that position of being truly constitutional. At a local level, we can have huge impact. We've seen that. School boards in North Carolina that were able to be taken over by parents that totally rejected completely the LGBTQ agenda. 
we've started to see that happen in communities across the way, but we're also noticing how hard it is to get the entrenched liberalism out of people's head. The American public to a large degree has become soft, broken, and to a certain other measure, worthless because they're too willing to go along with the crowd and not willing enough to stand up for what's morally right. That's where the burden and onus comes to the remnant, a remnant in this nation that is unknown in number, but it isn't the majority at all. But it is enough people to make change. It's a significant enough to be able to stand up to what is right, stand on moral grounds, and say this will not happen in our time, in our place, and on my watch. That's what has to begin. And that intensity and that fury has to topple this agenda of the weak and the feckless that continue to allow this stuff to roll out. I am proud of to see the rise of the American patriot that is standing on moral and ethical principles and putting God first. I am disgusted by a large percentage of Americans that have sold their soul, many of which took the vax, many of which continue to comply to stupid rules, many of which that are too weak and worthless to give a damn about a nation that's falling down around them. They're more interested in getting their easy pickup at the store for dinner, their McDonald's drive through and their entertainment on the weekend that comes through the TV or maybe even comes through the gaming that they spend endless hours doing. They're too concerned about the ease and convenience and trying to make the American dream, which is all driven by debt and stupid and materialism, instead of trying to look at the values of what we're trying to build as a nation and what it's going to take to roll up our sleeves and build a nation better and better than it ever was. But making America great again isn't going to be something that just happens. It's not going to be a promise of ease. And this is why I get disgusted as well about talking about how quickly things can be turned around. No, things can't be turned around quickly. The longer this goes, the more the deeper this fester, this infection gets. The farther this fans, this cancer metastasizes, and the diff, more difficult it is to root it out. They are going after the children. I've said this probably ten times in this show tonight, and the children are the future, and they know it. Screw up the children, and you will guarantee that the future generations will be screwed up as well. Our war that we have allowed to happen around us and that we've done little in response to has been targeted around the children and breaking them, confusing them. We've allowed teachers to be in school. We've said to ourselves, we'll protest, but we'll still allow them to have our children. That's insanity to me. Parents that are out here wondering why did their children turn this way or that, when in fact the whole problem was always right before them. They turned them over to Lucifer's agents that lived, walked the halls of public schools. And the public schools as a whole isn't a demonic system anymore. It's a system that truly embraces the idea of gender confusion, an idea that is completely a culture that's divided by race and a culture that honors queers as a normalcy in our space. That's called queer theory. This has to end, and the only way it's going to end is us. And us equating to that to the authorities given to us by our Heavenly Father our Father of, of the, host, the Lord of hosts that says that we have the responsibility to take dominion back on evil. People are apprehensive in this space. They get nervous. They get scared. They're saying, I don't know what to do. I'm lost. It begins first and foremost with a relationship with the Father God and the intimacy and understanding that what we have been given is true authority over this world. But you also have to understand that when justice is called by Father, sometimes that justice will be delivered by a human hand. Take Jericho, take Goliath, take Gideon. David broke, killed Goliath, but it was by the guidance of God's hand. 
Jericho fell, and it was by the guidance of God's hand that the sword slain every man, woman, child, and donkey in that city. This is real, people, and it's no longer a game. You have to prepare for what's going to be necessary to take this nation back, and this is the hour to prepare. This isn't going to be easy. And the one thing I will never do is sugarcoat stuff that's going to be difficult to head. The reality is that we have allowed this festering cancer to get deeper and deeper. And in the name of trust the plan, this cancer has woven itself down to the very base levels of our nation, infected future generations, and allow, And we've witnessed the number of Americans who have bent over and allowed the system to rape them willfully as they ask for more. This is the world we now live in. The handful of patriots now that are strong and mighty in the name of the Lord have to stand up and proclaim their authorities in this day. This is the hour and this is the time. And in doing so, we have to be prepared where the Holy Spirit leads us. It may not be what you want, but it will be what God needs. Because in the end, God is not going to let this nation fall because it was given to the world as a promise. It was supposed to be the city with the light on the hill to give everyone else hope. But that said, a nation that continues to turn away from God, a remnant that continues to be weak and not stand up, God will allow its enemies to subdue it. God, that is shown over and over in Scripture. And until people get so broken that they turn to God and start begging for him again, will God return? I don't want that process. I don't want that path. And I'm never going to bow to a damn enemy that keeps trying to rape our children and rape our culture and every value we have in this nation. Time to get fierce, patriots. Time to get a fire in your belly. Time to be speaking and screaming from every hilltop around, letting people know that they better wake up, holding them accountable to the judgment that God is going to bring. And be ready. Because when that hour clicks, there are many people that are now ready to step in that ring. More and more. And it doesn't take the majority. It just takes a dedicated few. Gideon's the reminder of that. It didn't take an army. It took 300. So be one of the 300. Be with a fire in your belly. Be ready to stand and ask yourself this question over and over. What do you believe in so much you're willing to sacrifice everything to defend? There's no other place on earth that you can find to hide or live. Nothing better than what we have. Once we give up this station, once we lose this high ground, the world falls and it will fall for a millennium. The slavery that they have planned will never be escapable easily. And as much as we may think we can escape it, it won't come easy. They're coming at us hard, and Americans aren't pushing back hard enough. If we united, if we lock and load, stand our ground, these people will, be, will understand. But a government that is no longer afraid of the people is a tyranny. And only liberty is returns when the government fears the people. That was the basis of the Second Amendment and the First Amendment. It's time to make the government fear us again. It's time to make them shake in their boots. It's time to draw the line and make them understand that there's certain lines they will never cross at any cost to ourselves or at all costs to them, period. That hour's now. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we're blessed to come to you to stay humbled and truly asking for your strength and your wisdom and the guidance in our steps. This is an hour now that we have to make difficult and, diff and hard choices. Choices in which we have to start placing what's most valuable to us and drawing that line in the sand that says we will not comply, we will defy, and we will be ungovernable. That hour is now. 
There is so much in this time that we continue to seek and understand and try to comprehend what this magnitude of corruption is. And the reality is that we can't see the depths of this corruption. Only you can. But we do know what our heart tells us. Our heart tells us that this is an institution that's gone wild, that it finds children to be its prey. And while we sit on the side and pray for our children, the predators are, trying, are vulturizing them and destroying their minds and corrupting their hearts. We pray, Father, for the strength of the patriot now to unite, not only in the authorities given to us on heaven, but in the physical presence on the ground. This is time for the army to stand up. So, Father, we pray for the mightiness of that army. And as we turn this weekend and head into next week with Bard's Fest, may these days ahead light the fires of righteousness within the, Christian, the Christians of this nation. May they wake up from their sleeping slumber. May they stop being compliant as pew marshmallows and now be warriors under the banner of Christ. And may the remnant whose fire burns raise them up and lead them in a day and an hour that's most needed. Guide us and Father in these hours, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So patriots, it's a crazy world. It's not going to make peace with you. It's going to make, it's a world that we have to subdue. Remember, we are peacemakers, not peacekeepers. And as peacekeepers, at times, we must subdue an enemy to make it understand what peace is in kingdom. Don't confuse those words. Peace does not come easily, but peace does come. And as we lean into this with the mightiness of the sword of the spirit, and we are ready and equipped with the sword of steel, we will defeat this enemy mightily. There's going to be many people out here that wander around, question what we're doing. There's going to be many people that run for cover, scream, or even turn their allegiance to an easier path, which is the darkness that lures them in. There's many people that will continue to support this agenda of pedophilia across our nation, claiming that it's things like inclusion, that we're being racist, and we're being un, uh, unsensitive to the pluralities of what adults need to do. A nation that knows the crime, a nation that knows the sin will be held accountable in the courts of heaven for the sins that are done. Nations will be judged. That's very simple. This is not a time to play. It's not a time to give anymore. It's a time to draw a hard line in the sand. If you offend your liberal neighbor, then that's just the way it is. They can get their panties in a wad and go have a scream fit in the corner. I don't care. The reality is that we're going to take this country back. We're going to take this country back on a high moral plane. And when we're done, those that can't stand it can leave. Those that want to comply will find the glories and beauties of heaven in a world that's led by Father God that leads us all. The rest of them, may they find a nice place in a lake of fire. And I'll kick their ass right down that elevator and help them get there. Because I'm sick and tired of watching everything being destroyed as we sit on the side and we wring our hands and say, God, why aren't you here? God is here. He's in us. He's in our heart. Now light it up and let's go. Patriots, have a blessed evening. I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. 
Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. Push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 